Hello, everybody. It's us again, and we're back again for series two of Yay! Two Tobons and a Trench Coat. Series who believe exactly? Two. Who knew? Who knew we'd come back again for series two? But yes, we, why do we uh, do this to ourselves? Well, exactly. Yeah, last year we ended series one on the uh, Homebrew Havoc wrap up episode and took a bit of time off for Christmas and all that other stuff and creating some more two cobalt content so we're back yeah. again with some spell focused stuff and we are talking today about Aileen we, if you please we are talking about the fantabulous mage hand a very underused little cantrip that deserves special mention for some Utterly devastating effects in game that, that I've seen. So, Mage Hand, as I mentioned, is a cantrip, is a conjuration spell with verbal and somatic components and a range of 30 feet under the utility category. And the thing about Mage Hand is that it is super, super useful for stupid stuff. Does it? It's just useful for stupid stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's quite a versatile it's cantrip, actually. Very versatile cantrip, if you think about it, what you can do with it. And, uh, I mean, before we recorded this, you mentioned about how well, you know, you can make it invisible and things like yes. that. So you can have an unseen mage hand, which yes. is even better. Yeah, there are some features that you can get that allow you to cast mage hand and make it invisible in its normal form you create a spectral floating hand that appears at a point you choose within range. It lasts for one minute or until you dismiss it, and the hand vanishes if it is ever more than 30 feet from you or if you cast the spell again. So a spectral floating hand. So it's kind of like a see-through hand. It's, it's, it's visible, but it's not solid. And... I have seen this used for some interesting things, pulling levers, um, setting off traps and um, creating distractions, uh, making things fall over. I've also seen it used to pick locks from the other side of a room. That's actually really good, especially if you feel like the area around it is going to be trapped. Yeah, Now, what had actually happened was there was a room and I think it was filled with like a poisonous gas or something. If you went in, you started taking damage. So they stood outside the room, got the mage hand and sent the mage hand in to pick a lock on this chest. Oh, nice. And it, it was like, oh, well, okay, that's one way of doing it. Now, Obviously, it's a bit more difficult to pick a lock with a with a mage hand because a you're far away from it, so you can't hear the, the pins, you know, clicking or whatever. But also, you've kind of got to work it without seeing the lock itself, and you can barely see the hand. So the DC goes up exponentially. But if it succeeds, it's bloody good. Yeah, I mean, what is the one that the arcane tricks the rogue has? Um, I think is, that is that the leg, ledger domain one. Le- I think that's the ledger domain. If that's yeah. how you pronounce it, I'm not entirely hundred percent sure. People, listeners out there, if you want to correct me on a pronunciation of the uh, arcane rogue tricks, may hand 
put it on the back of a postcard and send it to two cobalt towers uh utoxeter <laughs> wx 14 5 bb that is our pair uh, box where, where is it where is that <laughs> it where doesn't is... utoxeter actually is a pay place but that that doesn't that address that was just made up. Exist. <laughs> that, exist. So guys, don't send it to that address because it doesn't yeah. exist. You're gonna kill the postie trying to, you know, find it. Find that. Um yeah. yeah, um Mage Hand Ledger Domain. Starting at third level, when you cast Mage Hand, you can make it invisible and you can perform the additional actions. Stow one object the hand is holding in a container worn or carried by another. Retrieve an object in a container worn or carried by another. Use thieves' tools to pick locks and disarm traps at range. There you go. Yeah, so it's, you know, really good. so clever. It, It seems like it shouldn't be that useful a spell because you can't attack or activate magic items or carry more than 10 pounds with it. So... That's not a lot at all. Ten pounds. That's nothing. It's, it's a measly amount, really. It's very small. Uh, it's only... Um, That's, what, less than cobalt size? Yeah. Because uh, I measure everything in cobalt now, you see. You measure That's everything I, in cobalt. Yeah, that's how um, I... Do you know, like, when you have a horse and you count how many hands high tall it is? Yeah, I yeah. I count how many cobalt tall things are now that's how that's what my life has become so 10 pounds yeah 10 pounds is about four and a half kilos okay not bad so the europeans out there it's (laughs) it's not much no so what a a bag of something a couple of bags or something it's like carrying it's essentially carrying four and a half bags of sugar or two bags of potatoes now, for okay. one hand, okay, that might be a lot. But when you bear in mind that there's a lot of things out there, you're, you're limited to, like, one item in the hand, you know, like one sword. That's it. It can carry a sword. I suppose it's one of those things where you could, like, pickpocket someone or sleight of hand someone, and if it was small enough, give it to the mage hand to get away as quickly as, as far as and put it somewhere safe out of the way. Yeah. The view of everybody. Send if it it's up not... into the air so that... Yeah. Because how long does it last, mage hand? One a minute. A good while. One minute. So you've got a minute to spare. You, so, if you cast yeah. it once you've picked the pocket and sent it like 30 feet to your right to give it to someone else, then yeah, that's fine. As long as nobody else gets in your way and falls over the uh, the object that's moving. It's it's most useful to manipulate objects, though, rather than carrying things. Because let's be fair, you've got Tensor's floating disc to carry things that carry a hell of a lot more than that. Yeah. The Mage Hand is probably better for manipulating objects, especially ones that you don't want to be near. Now... Obviously, you can't do two mage hands at a time. That would be fun. You see, you know, just pouring files between each other. So you couldn't do the full-on magical transfer of material. Like, I'm using Which these is... extra hands yeah. to, to do that stuff for you because you can only cast it once. But 
it is useful for if you're, say, in a library and you need to get a book from a top shelf. Okay, Mage Hand, we'll get that sorted. Um, if you wanted to send someone an object over the other side of the room, there you go, you can do that. Um, oh, I need to open this box, but it's we think it might be trapped. Okay, open the box. Use the Mage Hand 30 feet away. Um, and it does say... Every time you use it, so every action, so when you when you make when you cast it, you can move it up to thirty feet, right? And then every action thereafter, for the next ten rounds, you can move it up to thirty feet, which is quite useful. But if it's ever more than thirty feet from you, it disappears. So it has limitations. Yeah, so you're not going to try and make a, a getaway with that thing before it just goes, and you're like, shit, my treasure oh, no. is gone. I've, oh, no, I've dropped it. It's it's basically a way to cheat at those little grab machines. Yes, get in. Use yep. the mage hands because those claws are not designed to grip anything. So you just cheat sending the mage hand because it's spectral. It can go through stuff. Um and I'm pretty sure you can hit stuff with a mage oh, hand, but it doesn't with mage really hand. do a lot of damage. No, well, it's it just like an unarmed strike, doesn't, isn't it? Doesn't like do any damage. You can't actually attack with it. You can manipulate oh, objects with it, but it, you can't attack with it. So, if let's take the claw machine as an example, you could cast the mage hand inside the claw machine, oh, okay. and it can manipulate objects and uh, you know move stuff around inside. But if you asked it to hit, it couldn't do it. It can't hit anything. It can't do damage. It can push things, but only if they weigh less than four and a half kilos. Right. Which, which that machine doesn't. So <laughs> you can't shake the machine with it, but you can you know, pick up stuff inside the machine and drop it into the slot and basically cheat, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a very versatile, for a cantrip, it's very versatile. There's a lot you can do with it. Granted, it has its limitations, but we there is a lot. If you're creative enough for, with a mage hand, you can do a, an awful lot of stuff. Yeah, so, like, if you have the um, mage hand ledger domain as an arcane trickster rogue, you can make it invisible. It doesn't have to be invisible, but you can make it invisible, which makes picking pockets with it a lot easier and picking, yes. you know, makes picking locks a bit more difficult because you can't bloody see it. But picking pockets, <laughs> you can't see what it's doing. So it's like, am I hitting that pin right? I don't know. Um, picking pockets, it's a bit easier as, as long as you know sort, sort of where it is. You can say, yeah. okay, whoop, there we go. And if and if somebody happens to feel it and looks down, it's not there. It's just like phantom leg stroking or whatever, which in itself is useful, actually. For a if distraction you think about method. it as a distraction, yeah. Yeah, because you yeah. could send the the mage hand in. Now, as long as the item weighs less than ten pounds, they can manipulate it. So you could go up to someone and like tug on their belt. Or pull and their trousers, 
or or pull the ribbon out of their hair or something like that. And it makes a distraction because it's like, what's going on? And they look around and they yeah. can't see anything because the hand is invisible. This is like probably one of the rogues, you know, specifically an arcane tricks rogue. One of their sort of good go-to type of, you know, spells to use for that yeah. sort of, you know, distraction, deception, that sort of sleight of hand thing going on. Absolutely. I like and it. It's, it also means that you can, you obviously can't manipulate um, magical items with it. Um, but what you can do is have it manipulate other items. So you could have it carry a firework 30 feet away, plant the firework, come back to you, carry a lighter, and then manipulate the lighter. Because while you can't activate a magic item, you can manipulate physical items. Aha. Uh-huh. So you could give it a match and have it strike a match. Or you could give it a um uh let's say give it a like a, a four pound chamber pot and have it lift it into the air and let go. It's not technically an attack. <laughs> You're not attacking no. with it. You're just dropping a chamber pot on someone's head. <laughs> they but have to. It, yeah, it's but kind it does, of an attack, but it's it not does an attack. Mean in a social situation where, let's just say, you know, you've been rumbled entering somewhere you shouldn't, and that, and you know, maybe the guard or the some soldiers or something are like, "Hey, what are you doing here?" Mage hand with a chamber pot. I make my Bonk. swift exit. It's the <laughs> old-fashioned, you know, like you see in the films where they throw the smoke bomb down and they run off, they escape, and all you see is the cloak yeah. running. It's very similar to that, but with a mage hand and a chamber pot. Yeah, <laughs> but you can, but you can use it to sort of do that with other things as well. So you could say, light a stick of dynamite, give it to the mage hand, send the mage hand off with the stick of dynamite. Yeah, um, there you go. You're boom. off. The, you don't have to. So you don't have this issue of is my throw going to go far enough? You just send your fucking mage hand with the dynamite. Just like send it off. And then you know exactly where it's going to blow up. And if it's invisible as well, it's it's like there's a flying stick of dynamite. What the fuck? And that gets a lot more like oh, what's going on? Why is that dynamite floating? Wait, it's lit. Ah, shit. Kind of moments. We, yeah. You would not believe how many times dumb enemies failed their intelligence roles to figure out what was going on <laughs> when we've done that. It's it's impossible how stupid these enemies were. It really was. But we've used it for stupid things as well, like buttering toast and... <laughs> <laughs> seasoning food like i can't be bothered to get up from my seat mage hand i want to season the pot and then stir it <laughs> like yeah so fucking lazy it is a proper lazy wizard's assistant it really is like well yeah it makes sense <laughs> like i can't be bothered to get up from here to get that book go and get the book or my tea yeah. is cold you know take the cup away 
kind of thing. Yeah. It, it is proper lazy wizard. It really is. Now, it's have the, you seen it be used? I, and I don't want to say incorrectly, because is there an incorrect way to use Mage Hand? Or was there a way you thought, like, why would you do that with the Mage Hand? I have seen someone try to use it, like literally put a weapon in its hand, in the Mage Hand, and use it. <laughs> the problem Here, there take is... my short sword. <laughs> the problem there is this uh, yeah but it's carrying it's manipulating an object like, yes but it doesn't have a strength score so when it swings it just it's like limp lettuce just uh yeah uh it's not going to work is it no it's it's literally like trying to hit someone with with a piece of floppy celery it just like uh it doesn't work it it specific, specifically says can't attack. It's because it doesn't have a strength score. It doesn't have any scores. In fact, it 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 doesn't have the ability to use enough force to do anything with it. Ten pounds of force in a swing isn't enough to get through most armor. You know, it's if some gonna, yeah, it's if somebody, more of an annoyance than anything. Yeah. People have thrown, like, you can get that, you know, you get those 10 kilo bags of potatoes. Yes. I've seen people lobbing them around and you, you catch them easily and it's like, uh, okay, there we go. They don't do any damage. 10 pounds of force. It's not going to be enough. When you think about how much force goes into a sword swing, it's a lot more than a bag of potatoes. I mean, if anything, with ten pounds of force, you're most likely going to use it to sort of trip someone up if they're running towards yeah. you. Like you know, if movable force and you know, irresistible object and that sort of stuff. So, yeah, that's about as much as you're going to be able to do with that kind of force. Yeah, you know, I mean, could, even throwing something like a javelin probably wouldn't have much effect. No, because that kind of force. Well, the the issue there is. Um, Obviously, like I said, it doesn't have uh, it doesn't have stats, so it can't actually manipulate it. Now, the weight of a javelin is two pounds, so it is it's what it can carry. It can carry it, but the problem is it can't generate enough force because it doesn't have the same momentum that an arm does if you think about it this thing is just going to be moving up and down side to side at angles it doesn't have that circular motion that an arm does to create the swing that you need for that it just wouldn't get enough of that force behind it to throw it it wouldn't even reach the 30 foot range it doesn't yeah. have enough oomph so you wouldn't do it that's why i say Dropping an item is probably the best way to utilize it in an attacking manner because you can argue it's not attacking, it's simply let go of an object and the object hits someone. And that would then require a dexterity save to avoid being hit by the chamber pot. Yeah, makes, yeah, exactly. It's not <laughs> technically an attack, it, it works in the same manner as, you know setting off a trap that drops rocks on people yeah it's that, technically 
Yeah. It's just a, a circumstantial thing that's happened yeah. from an event. Like you hit a tripwire, the trap goes off. It's the same sort of It's principle. the same thing in that sense. So while, while a mage hand is capable of holding and carrying weapons, my my ruling on it would be that it doesn't have strength and it doesn't have the physical the you know the physical momentum needed to generate any power in a swing it would just sort of flop and and like i said broken stick of celery just now oh. could you could you use it in a very sleight of hand way to disarm someone like steal like just take the sword out of where it is and just like take it away so theoretically, yes, it's easier for a rogue with the mage hand ledger domain, um, where they, you know, they say retrieve an object in a container worn or carried by another creature. Um, it's made easier by that. But if you can see the object, so like if you could see the dagger in a sheath or the sword in a sheath, as long as it wasn't too heavy then yes, you could just have the mage hand grab the sword and pull it from the sheath. Whether they would notice you or not, you know, you would have to roll sleight of hand for that yeah. to see if they notice, but it is possible. If it was an item that was fully within another item, so say, um, arrow, uh, not even arrows because they're, kept in a quiver but like you know you get those cases where you keep your bolts and things yes so if it was inside a closed bolt case you would probably struggle because you'd have to open the case first and the case is probably too heavy for you to take to do anything with anyway i think each bolt is like one pound or something like that so if there's 20 in there it would be too heavy right uh because it would if they're one i can't remember if they're one pound or half a pound but oh, i could look it up hang on this is where the internet is is the your friend interwebs the good old interweb so how uh, 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 uh. Right, so according to this a wooden case that holds the bolts is a pound in and of itself uh each you know what, I'm going to have to go into an inventory here and uh, take a look because it's hidden all the bolts and things amongst lightning bolt and chaos bolt oh. and shit like that. Like, I, don't, oh I don't, 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 fuck off. Don't need that shit. I'm going to open up my character sheet for my trusty Ganassi. Um, let's have a look, see. He carries a crossbow. Oh, shit, apparently he's out of bolts. Oops. Uh, so let's go into his inventory. Trying to load, but it, it, it doesn't seem to know. Uh, bolt. There we go. So that's armor-piercing bolt. Okay, so a single armor-piercing bolt is one and a half pounds. Okay. So it's actually, there's no set weight for a standard crossbow bolt. 
but there's a crossbow. I don't know if that's a crossbow bolt. Okay. So a crossbow bolt, according to this, is 0.08 pounds, but can go up to a pound depending on the type of head and what it's made from. Okay. So if we say it's um, 0.1 pound, so a, a tenth of a pound, 10 of them would take you to a pound if it's if it's a lightweight bolt so you could probably get away with the mage hand carrying that because you'd have two pounds worth of bolts plus the one pound of the thing but if you're carrying an armor piercing bolt that's a different story so it depends entirely on what's inside case as to whether you can carry it or not but you'd have to open it to see what was inside yeah now i'm just thinking like if you wanted to use it in the sense of you're being confronted by a rogue type character could you use your mage hand to disarm them without them realizing before they pulled their daggers on you if you could see the daggers then yes i would say you probably could Unless you're another rogue, unless you're an arcane trickster rogue, in which case you don't need to see it, you just need to be able to pick their pocket. But then, what would be fun is if you both had the same idea and did the same thing. So when it came to initiative, you were like, oh, oh no, oh shit, <laughs> no, <laughs> we both don't have daggers. So what are we gonna do? Oh, mage hand arm wrestling. <laughs> I've actually um, seen that. Somebody tried that. It was very boring, apparently, because the the hand the mage hands just stood there, just sort of pressing against each other because they don't it's, have any strength. They're it's just the sort of, immovable object, isn't it? Yeah, There's they're no just way. pressing they at each other. They just sat no. there for ages until someone gets bored. Oh, um, wow! But yeah, so the mage hand doesn't have strength, so no, you can't use them for entertaining arm wrestling. Although you can use them to assist in arm wrestling. Because of the slight little bit more force they can yeah. probably put, yeah. Or you can use it to sort of nudge their elbow. As long as there's no, like, not 10 pounds, if there's less than 10 pounds of weight in what they're trying to push. Right. Then, so if if there's an elbow on a table, I'm I'm demonstrating for you, but none of, the, none of our listeners the can see me. But for the viewers, I am demonstrating with an elbow on the table. So there is not ten pounds of force there on my elbow no. when I'm when I'm doing like the pushing. You could easily sort of push my arm out from the elbow because there's not enough force there to sort of keep it in place when it's in a relaxed stance, or even when it's pushing something else, just because of the way that force is being exerted. So you could use a mage hand to sort of nudge their elbow. Yes. You, you can't do much with it. You won't move them very far, but you might move them enough to just uh, give an assist. You could definitely use it as a help action if you have an invisible mage hand. Don't do it with a regular mage hand because someone will see you. You know, it'll be quite yeah. obvious. Top tip there, everybody. <laughs> if you're going to cheat <laughs> arm wrestling, do it with Make an invisible sure. mage hand. Yes, because <laughs> no one will ever see it coming. 
Um, yeah, what what else do you think that the mage hand is able to do that would be useful for? Let's just say, if you had a character with that, what would you think? Like, I think I could use the mage hand, mage hand for this. I mean, can the mage hand search for traps on your behalf? Yes. Good. As long as you can see the area that it is looking for, it can do things like it can press the ground and look for places where you know there might be buttons. Uh, it can un, uh, un, like turn handles and locks and things to see if something gets set off when you do that. You can also use it to lift up items to see if there's anything underneath, as long as that item only weighs, you guessed it, £10 or less. Um, <laughs> two bags of potatoes, folks. Two bags of two and a half kilo potatoes. That's, that's the D&D measurement here. Yeah. The two bags of potatoes. Bags of potatoes. Of of um half a cobalt, half a cobalt, <laughs> not three quarters of a cobalt. No, not, you, not even that. that. I just suddenly thought, how much does my there's a cobalt in one of my games? I'm pretty certain he only weighs he weighs like eighty pounds or something like that. So he's wow. not very heavy no. at all. Uh, let's see. Can I bring up his? I'm gonna. I I'm interested now. So could a mage hand lift a cobalt? Probably not, but let's check it out anyway because it will be fun. All right, so going on to his uh, his character sheet, let's have a quick look. Sorry, Z, I'm abusing your character. Um, <laughs> oh no, that's features. All right, so I can't see the description; it's not letting me see. But he, eighty-two pounds. This cobalt. How much? No, no, not 82, 42 pounds. What does it say, 82? Oh, so, so it's like, <laughs> what, like a, a cobalt he's, he's, like, hand or something, not even that. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things that's like, oh, my God. If, when, when he tells me how light the cobalt is, it's like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Just, what? <laughs> <laughs> How 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 is he so fucking light? But no, you, you couldn't lift a cobalt. There you go. Um, but you well, you you could try, but I don't there's think nothing, you get very far. There's nothing saying you can't. <laughs> no, there's nothing saying you can't. But when you bear in mind, so bearing in mind that the that a halfling is about two foot seven. That's about the same height as a cobalt. Um, their base weight starts at thirty-five pounds. Oh yeah, so you're not even. Um. So these snacks actually quite heavy cobalt because <laughs> cobalts are actually lighter than halflings because they're skinny and they have light bones. <laughs> So he's quite chunky cobalt, actually. Um, I'm not sure he's quite that tall over. I think he's only about two foot three or something like that. He's small okay. and adorbs, but um, yeah, no, it doesn't weigh very doesn't weigh very much at all. You wouldn't be able to lift. Doesn't matter. You wouldn't be able to lift a cobalt with a mage hand. Oh. It's still too heavy. Well, um, maybe maybe like four mage hands. If you oh, had maybe. like four characters that could cast Mage Hand, maybe you could lift a cobalt with four Mage Hands. Yeah, yeah, could work. 
that's actually something that you need to consider. If you have more people capable of casting Mage Hand, you could potentially distribute the weight of a heavier item between multiple Mage Hands. Oh, okay. So for every, so for every mage hand, you can add ten pounds of weight. So two mage hands could carry twenty pounds between them. Three could carry thirty pounds. So you, wow. three could carry a kobold. Well, there you go. I think. What more better news than yeah. you? Can you get That's, notes for that? That is how I would rule it, anyway. It, yeah. It's like distributing the weight of an object between two people when you're carrying it. You know, you go through all that stuff, but uh, manual handling at work, and you have to, if something is heavier than a set amount, you have to split it between multiple people. Right. So two person lifts and all that crap. Well, that's sort of checking the how yeah how big yeah. the cobalt is before you lift it. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> making sure you have plenty of room and you bend your knees and you know back straight yeah. and all that all that sort of stuff it's the same kind of theory with a mage hand if it's, if you've got a larger object of you know if you've got an object that's 37 pounds you would need four mage hands to lift it there you go basic maths people um but you know if you have say if you've got four characters and each of them can cast, so like, say, a rogue, a wizard, a warlock, and a, uh, oh, who else? A sorcerer. They could all pick Mage Hand, and they could all, like, carry 40 pounds of weight between them with it. And you're and good to go. Yeah. And you're good to go. It's funny. The chances of that happening are very small. But, uh, you know, it's, it's it's something to aspire to. How many people can you get with Mage Hand in one place? There you go. <laughs> and I think on that that bombshell bit of mathematical knowledge, we can uh, end the episode there. I still does the numbers, yo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all, this, um, all this time, still numbering. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good. And, you know, if you're out there and you're using the Mage Hand, then great. Tell us how you've used it in weird and wonderful, fantastical ways on all that social medias which hopefully won't change too much in 2024 but we'll see which other social mm-hmm. media platform pops up or dies down we'll see we'll see how it goes but yes as it is welcome to 2024 it is it's 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 come upon us very suddenly i don't feel like i experienced 2023 at all <laughs> so yeah oh no wow so yeah welcome to 2024 folks and um look forward to what we have going on with two kobolds keep your ears open your eyes peeled see what's happening and uh fingers crossed for some exciting new things coming up in the future indeed yes we'll look out for more kobold content coming your way for 2024 and so, also yeah. yes and also if you um are feeling a little bit generous at the start of the new year. Don't forget that we do have a coffee where we are raising money for various bits and pieces of maintenance. Uh, the cave needs a, a little bit of a sweep up. We need uh, some pennies to, to keep candles 
up in the uh, up in the sh- in the go recycle wagon wheel chandelier thing that we've just installed. It's kind of yep. still keep needed. The meter running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you feel like making a donation, head on over to our coffee page and drop us a, a couple of quid, and that will go a long way towards supporting what we're doing. So. Yeah, that would be really cool and we'd love you for it. Yeah, exactly. So that's where we are. That's where you'll find us. And if you want to go back and listen to season one's fruitful episodes, there's 50 of them. So go and have a yes. listen and yeah, enjoy <laughs> if you're wanting more of that cobalt goodness. And uh, yeah, we shall see you next time. Take care. Bye bye.